Today we're going to be talking about the Boston Red Sox. Will these socks keep Sean's feet warm or they just leave his clothes pink in the laundry? Grab a shovel and let's start digging. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't care if I ever get back. Welcome to Digging for a Dugout. Sean, what is up, my brother? How are you, sir? I'm here, I'm here, I'm alive, finally. Oh my goodness. Yes, you Just are. Just getting over a, a sickness and it's not been fun. You're alive, your equipment's alive. This is a, yes, this is take fully two. Charged. Take two. We kind of started this on our usual day and we had a little hiccup and so we're starting over. So Sean's not going to be completely blindsided by all of these amazing stats that will definitely give Boston a huge boost and will be a tough team to uh, pass up but um so let's just do it let's are we can, can i tell them where you live like your hometown or is that like a no no should i not oh yeah go ahead people could, mean, if, they, if, they, if you offend enough huh? people they might try to track you down and then if they know where you live that they could just like boom i'm coming for you so you don't care i don't care all right so i so, got i I, I thoroughly enjoy my Second Amendment rights, and so does everybody else in my area. So, okay, <laughs> all right. Point taken. Just, just, yeah, just know if you're coming, come prepared. Point taken. All right. So, all of our distances are from basically the center of Benita, Oklahoma, and they go all the way to the ballpark. So awesome. So we're gonna hop in. I don't know where the center of Benita is. What that would be a fun little um, thing to look at. It's by is. the police station, and there's a actual traffic stop right in the middle of town. So that would the um I wanted to say Mailport, but it's not the, it's Mailport. Um, all right. The so, post office. The post office is the center of town. All right. So we're hopping on. Uh, Boston actually has two mascots. They've got the world famous Wally the monster, and then in the last. 10 years or so, they've introduced his little sister, Tessie. So we're going to hop on those mascots, assume that since they're kind of big and bulky, they're probably only going to be able to run about 15 miles an hour. So we're going to take that 105-hour trip to Finland. And so I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, that's a long trip. Are we going to even have time to take part in any outside activities in Boston? Because there are so many historical sites, it's basically the birthplace of freedom. United States. Because I love freedom. Without the city of Boston and the goings on in the early 1700s, we would uh, we wouldn't even have a country today. So you might have heard of a little group called the Sons of Liberty. They originated in Boston. People like Paul Revere, Sam Adams, um, many others. I'm just blanking right now kind of branched off into their New York branch or Philadelphia branch. So you had guys like Dr. Benjamin Rush. But anyway, so those guys, they, they met up in this little tavern called the Green Dragon. And in the Green Dragon, you can actually still visit today and you can drink the Sam Adams, basically where Sam Adams sat and tried to hatch out his plans to uh, get us either have us stopped being taxed without getting proper representation. Ooh, or, you like that. Absolutely. But I think they would have been fine with actually getting proper representation. But anyway, 
cool little fact. So taxation with representation is okay. Um, according to the Sons of Liberty, I, I believe so. I, they've been gone a little while now. They disbanded in 1776. And so I haven't really heard anything from any of them recently. But that's kind of what it made it sound like. Because when you say something like that, like taxation without representation, that implies that you either don't want to be taxed if you're not represented, or if you you are going to be taxed, you want to be represented. You know, it's one of those right. things. You can't just right. say it and then, oh, it just means this one thing. It there's there's you know, it it has a meaning behind it. But, yeah. Um, so yeah, but there's also there's a little trail because there's so much history there. There's a little trail. I believe it's called the Freedom Trail, and it's about two and a half miles long. And it'll actually just kind of stop by a bunch of historical points, museums. This is really a place where you can take your kids, you can take uh, the family. There's there's a little bit of everything. You can go visit the Boston Harbor. You can chunk tea into the Boston Harbor. You can. You can. Um, now, note, the tea is fake, but oh. it's big and bulky, and it's it makes you feel like you're really chunking tea into the Boston Harbor. Oh, so, that would actually be super fun. Yeah. I would definitely it, jump tea in that a, harbor. <laughs> it's a nice photo op. I may or may not know people that actually have opened up little tea bags and sprinkled it out into the harbor for even stronger, stronger representation. I mean... I feel, to me, dropping an empty crate over the side isn't as cool as, like, throwing an Earl Grey tea bag over the side. Ah, that would be me. Because Earl Grey, that just makes me think of England, and I kind of don't like England. I mean, it's not that I don't like England, it's that I like my freedom. Right. Absolutely. Boston was also the site of the Boston Massacre, where the Redcoats mm. were kind of marching around, trying to be intimidating. Somebody shot at somebody. It's still a mystery. It'll always be a mystery. We don't know who fired the first shot. But um, it was the site of one of the largest massacres in American history. Ugh. And it kind of how actually many pe- it started. How many people died? I think it actually started the Revolutionary War, if I remember right. So that's a, you can actually go visit that site. They do the, the Boston Marathon is there. I don't know when they run that, but that could oh, be something cool to true. see. Yeah, when, I don't remember when that was. Is it during baseball season? It's points if they get during baseball season. It's plus one. <laughs> so it, this is important. Yeah, well, actually, we'll have to look that up because I do not recall when the Boston Massacre, or when the Boston Massacre, yeah, when the Boston Marathon. Boston is a historical town, I must say. But so, At first, I was like, it's, it's no Philadelphia, but... There's a lot of historic significance with Boston, for sure, that I didn't really understand. Absolutely. So So the history stuff's all fun and dandy. Yeah. I want to know the stadium. (coughs) This stadium, is it the worst stadium ever? That is debatable. It's also debatable if it's the best stadium ever. That's, it, yeah. it depends on who you're talking to. So, let's, okay, so we get to Boston. It took a long time. We're not really going to have time to see all these historical sites that would make us proud to be Americans. Oh. Uh, we're going straight to the park. Oh, wait, I didn't go over 
um, are the demographics of the city. Uh, oh, yeah. So you're going into that. the city. The homicide rate is at point zero 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 six, which is pretty low. We don't have the stats for all of the other cities, sadly, but this ranks fourth lowest on the stats that we have right now in terms of homicides. Fourth lowest for Like the crime? F- fewest homicides. Fourth <laughs> fewest homicides. So it's a really safe place, it seems. So, and these numbers, as, as we get numbers, you know, obviously it could jump it down because we could find cities that have lower numbers. But right. That's kind of where we are. In terms of um, registered Democrats, it is has the Ugh. third fewest of all the cities that we've ranked so far. Big points. So, Big points. Obviously, you know, Boston's not really a conservative beacon. <coughs> uh, there are very, very few registered Republicans. Very few. But so, they've most people are registered into a third party or registered into a no party. They actually a neutral they, party? Yeah, they get that they basically independent. You know, we can do that here in Oklahoma. We can register as independents. And so most people are registered independents. And so, but anyway, so yeah, not very many liberals. So your odds of dying by a liberal are only 0.0019%. Yeah, the other one was <laughs> 0.003 something for Detroit. Yes, it was 0.0389%. So this one's so, like significantly less. <clears throat> it's not just 0.02. It's not 0.01, it's 0.0019%. So, yeah, you're you're pretty safe to take the wife of the kids. Awesome, awesome. So, all right. So with that said, we are going to try to get try to get into Boston here. Now, seats are at a premium. This Ugh. this this is the oldest ballpark still in operation today. Built in 1912. And it only holds thirty-seven thousand nine hundred and forty-nine people. That there are 30, yeah, thirty. That's almost the lowest. 38. No, it's is not the, the lowest? lowest. There are five other stadiums that hold fewer. Okay. But when you're talking about, you know, uh, a ballpark this old with this much history, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to to. Would you say it's the most famous ballpark? It, I don't know. It would be a uh, Arnold Wrigley's going to be uh, up there. I don't know. I it would be tough. I bet it would be up there. It would definitely be. It would be tough. <laughs> so we're going to go up right. there and we're going to try to get ourselves. We're going to try to get ourselves a ticket to this game. How much is a ticket going to cost us? It pricey. It is the most expensive ticket to get. Ticket for this game is one hundred and sixty-five dollars. Wow. Yeah. That's that's the average ticket price, so you are definitely paying to go see them in historical ballpark, historical team, this team that likes to win games. They they like to win games. <clears throat> What's their total total uh, win loss average? Their win loss average. They are at a they're at a point five one eight. And so five one eight. They're above fifty percent. They're a winning they, team. They are a winning team. They're actually the fourth winningest, 
the fourth winningest team in Major League Baseball history. There are only really? four fifth, I guess. There are four teams with a better win-loss percentage. Now, do any of them have as many games? You know, that's fun. You know, I got a better win percentage, but I only played five games. It's different right. than playing 10,000 games, 20,000 games. So, are any of those other teams way, way newer? Because it's, you know, the Yankees, of course, have been around since forever. And we just saw that the Detroit Tigers were from 1901. Or, yeah, right? All right. So, interesting fact. The New York Yankees are the only team that have actually been around uh, or have not been around as long as the Red Sox in that list of the top five. <clears throat> the other, The New York Yankees, they were actually – Started two years after the Red Sox. Mm. The other teams were significantly older. 1882, 1883, and 1884. So, you want to talk about history and games played and games won. Wow. All of those teams, all those teams have over 10,000 wins. The Red Sox are sitting at 9,626. So even though they've got a re- really good win percentage, they've only played 18,000 games. Only 18,000 games. Only 18, How dare they? Now, the Yankees, who are two years younger, just, just interesting fact, they've played 300 fewer games than the Red Sox, but have actually won 800 more games. So there's like an 1,100 oh, game swing there. Did you just give Yankees props? You know, I give people respect where respect is due, sir. Just because I despise the Yankees with all of my being doesn't mean I don't recognize their historical, you know, accomplishments in Major League Baseball. I mean, okay. Yeah. When, we, right. when when we get to the Yankees, you'll you'll see. I'm I my contempt is more for the modern Yankees. I have a lot of respect for the old guard. Lou Gehrig, Mickey Mantle, those guys. Babe Ruth? Um, yeah, meh. No. Meh. He wasn't, Babe Ruth really wasn't that great of a guy, but. Oh, like Cobb, like Ty <laughs> Cobb we found. He out. wasn't as bad as Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb was a jerk to every human being on the earth. Babe Ruth was just kind of a douchebag, you know, just like your typical, like, I'm the best player in the world and I know it and I'm just going to, you know, do all sorts of things that a celebrity in the 50s would do. <sighs> That kind of guy. Uh, Where Ty Cobb was just like, if you were going to tag him, he would try to stab you in your leg with his cleat and then maybe break off your shin just because he wanted oh. to. Oh. Ty Cobb was just a bad guy. <laughs> that's, or so yeah, I that's hear. completely yeah, different. We're, once again, we shouldn't be talking about the dead. Let's not do that. All right. So you dropped your $167 on a, a premium ticket. Oof. All right. So say premium. That's your sir average ticket. You, you might get oh. sat behind a pole, but it would be worth it. You will get to see the green monster, which is that 37-foot behemoth out in left field that everybody loves so much. That's and what is the purpose for the green monster? The, the purpose, well, basically they were like, they didn't want people having easy home runs. So they're just like, if you're going to hit a home run over the left field fence, because most people are right-handed and... 
right-handed people, when they're pulling the ball, they'll pull it to the left field. So mm-hmm. make that taller. And then there was also just kind of monetary reasons. They didn't want to... They didn't want people just being able to look at the fence and watch their games for free. So it was kind of to block the public (laughs) from watching games. So it served two purposes. I bet it was more money, and then they were wanting to save face and be like, well, now it's harder to hit home runs. So that's why we did it. They didn't want to sound like greedy capitalists and be like, we didn't want people watching the games for free. I'm okay with greedy capitalists, I guess. (laughs) You know, they've got those, uh, I mean, greedy capitalists can breed greedy capitalists. Look at Wrigley. Wrigley, there's people that watch the games on those buildings outside over the left field. And then now they're charging people to go sit up on their roof to watch the game. <laughs> so, you know. I mean, make hey, those, come make on over to watch moves. the game with me. Yeah, make those money moves. Why not? That's, I see those people that let people park in their yard for $5 at fairs and things like that. Make your money, boo-boo. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. If people are willing to spend their money to park in your yard, who am I to stop them? Yeah. All right. So we're going to go. We got our ticket. We're going to sit down. You know, there's there's talk. People don't. There's a lot of people that don't like the seating. You brought it up. I was trying to be super biased last week. I'm going to be a little bit more fair this week. I'm going to put on my my neutral guy ball cap. So there are some questions about... The seats about, are atrocious. There are there, some atrocious seats. The angles of the seats, the, the tightness of the seats. And, um, but, you know, you're in Fenway. I would I would pay $167 to sit behind a pole at Fenway. But that's just me. I But I definitely would. And I plan on it someday. If I ever hear that they're shutting that place down, you better believe that I will be at one of those games. You know, I might spend $2,000 for a ticket because everybody's going to want to go. <clears throat> but Dogecoin's on the rise. I'll I'll sell it and then I'll I'll go. I'll buy my ticket after this podcast. We need to have a talk about that. So anyway, uh, we're gonna grab a dog. I'm gonna spend about five dollars and twenty five cents to get me my naked dog, which sounds pricey, but it's actually number fifteen on the list. Actually, it's, so we're right in the middle. You're right in the middle. It it actually will get a on a scale of one to thirty, with thirty being the cheapest dog. It gets thirteen points because of all the ties and stuff. But it's literally right there. It ranks right in the middle. So, but this is this is a historic hot dog, though. It is a historic. Well, I think that's the Fenway the, dog. The Fenway dog is their signature dog, but I don't think that's what you're getting for five twenty five. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But I bet the Fenway Frank, I bet that's probably a little bit pricier. But uh, it's got, the Fenway Frank's got one of those fancy square buns. It's like, basically it's a hot dog, but then they chop off the sides. And it's longer. Let's, let's, it's a steamed, grilled, or rolled hot dog wedged inside a classic New England style bun. Ah. So, if you want your wiener inside a classic New England bun. Grab a Fenway Frank from the ballpark. Who doesn't? I don't know. So, so from dogs. Dogs are great. How about other food? Do they have other food? I'm sure they do. I mean, we're in New England. I want some like I want some seafood. Can you help me out with that? Can Fenway help me out with that? Fenway, can. they have a lobster roll that Ooh. is 
probably to die for. I actually have some family that just recently came back from Boston, and they said, like, they're extremely spoiled since they've eaten their lobster over there. Then over here, it's just like, oh, I guess I'll eat this. Right. <laughs> but uh, Maine, Maine lobsters, the best lobster in the world. So <laughs> they're right there close. They're in Massachusetts, so it's not too far. They are getting fresh of the fresh. Yeah. Their lobster rolls are probably banging. So it's kind of interesting. They said that uh, the lobster roll that they actually use, the company's name is the Yankee Lobster Company. <laughs> so it's like, well, as they put it, and I say they, I don't know who these people are. The internet, the interwebs. The they people, yeah. They. People that they, aren't us. You know, unfortunately named. But they promise you get a, you get to pick one of two rolls. They've got the classic New England lobster salad on bread or a hot roll with warm butter and parsley. Yes. And they said the both are okay. wicked good. Then they also I say that the they've, got, they've got a lobster poutine steak, which I don't know what that is. but uh, Ooh, that sounds good. Poutine. So poutine is a Canadian. It's basically fries with cheese curds okay. over the top. Yeah. Oh, I see. Fries covered and with gravy, gravy and gravy. cheese curds. Yeah. yeah. But in this, the Red Sox have replaced the gravy with bisque. Ooh. Right. Yeah, let's. I'm ready. Let's go. I want one of each. <laughs> Doing uh, it. Yep. I want one of these poutine steaks. Poutine. What kind of steak is it though? Lobster. Right. It's over. A, it's over, no. It should be over a beef steak. It's a beef steak. I thought it's fried. I would. What? A poutine steak. I would assume is a steak with the poutine stuff on top. It doesn't say anything about beef. It just says it's a uh, fries covered with gravy and cheese curds. But this one is just chock full of lobster, and the gravy's replaced with bisque. And that's all it says. Huh. All right. It's a bit well, too much, but I accept the challenge. Yep. I will be the one to determine if that's too much for myself. I wish people would stop trying to tell me how I should live my life and let me mm. do with my body what I will. Mm. Let's let's jump into. Uh, the ownership a little bit. So John Henry and the Red Sox, if I remember right, he's 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 been picking up some investors. So he's not like the sole owner. I don't believe he's got some people that have jumped in. I, I heard LeBron James was actually going to be a co-owner of the Red Sox. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm not a big LeBron James fan. Not a big baby. Fan. I am not a big LeBron James fan. But so we're going to talk about John William Henry II. Ooh. This dude, uh, he grew up in Illinois and Arkansas. His parents were uh, soybean farmers. So humble, humble upbringing. Once he got out of school, he started trying to make his money trading corn and soybean futures just so he could kind of like learn how to hedge and actually. Became pretty successful with it. With soybean farming? Yeah, selling. Or just selling. Selling futures. Like, uh, I don't know what. It's like some kind of stock thing, you know. Like next year, I'll give you, you know, you can buy it now. And next year, you'll have, you know, 50 bushels or <laughs> That's of soybeans. I'm, that makes no sense to I'm me. I'm not sure. Don't, don't, take your, don't take your investment advice from me because I don't know what futures what futures are but anyway so <laughs> he started getting all of these accounts 
and actually grew it in just six years to start his own company, the John W. Henry and Company Incorporated. <laughs> so, anyway, so this dude, he he was a, a big baseball fan. He was actually, you know, growing up in Illinois, he is a big St. Louis Cardinals fan. Loved, loved Stan Musile. And just for anybody, yes, I am just completely jacking all this information from Wikipedia. Oh, absolutely. I'll give credit where credit is due. I have complete faith in whoever edited this website that they're not on my string. He actually became the sole owner. He wanted to buy the Yankees. Boo, Yankees, boo. Well, who, who, who doesn't want to buy the Yankees? <laughs> but what he ended up doing is he, uh, he got the Florida Marlins in 99. And then he sold the Marlins in 2002 and bought the Red Sox with Tom Werner and um, the New York Times. Tom Warner. Wern, Tom Werner. 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 Werner, not Warner. Werner. <laughs> so not uh, the so production anyway, so company? He, yeah. So anyway, he jumped in and bought the Red Sox in 2002. And then in 2004, the Red Sox won the World Series, breaking that 100-something-year curse. Or is... Close. So would that be their best game? <coughs> their most breaking a curse. How long was the curse? It had been the first since 1918. They were just 14 years shy of a hundred year drought. Ouch. That so how that was that that was the year where the Red Sox went down to the Yankees three games to zero in the American League Championship Series and had never no team in any professional sports had ever come back from a 3-0 deficit in a seven-game series. It had never been done. And the Red Sox became the first team to ever do it. And then they went on, and I believe they swept the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, they swept the Cardinals in the World Series. So so, so this is one of those conversations that the actual best game wasn't the World Series or wasn't the championship game. It was more... The semifinals. Right. Yeah, it was definitely, yeah, the semifinals were definitely, that was the uh, story of that year. Uh, the Cardinals, though, were, they were, they had a, they were 105 and 57. They had over 100 wins that season. I mean, they were stout, stout. And then Red Sox coming in, you know, they went down three games to zero, but then won eight games in a row to become world champs for the first time since. 1918, so pretty, pretty epic. One of the most memorable games was, I think it happened the year that I was born, they were in the World Series, but that was the game where old Billy Buckner let the ball go between his legs when he could have got the final out, and the Red Sox ended up losing that game and uh, lost the World Series. That dude ended up being hated by Bostonians forever. Was it an accident? Or did hiding. it look like he... Oh, no, it was a complete accident. He, he wanted to win the game. But it was just, he got overly overly cocky, probably. Just like, oh, easy ground ball right to me. And then took his eye off the ball, went between his legs, and the rest is history. So you're telling me that an entire fan base, because a guy had an accident... <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Ruined this guy's career. Ruined his life. I mean, his life. Literally his life. I mean, his nerves were shot. He contemplated suicide. Um, 
I don't I don't know where he is now, what he's doing now, but uh, it's still every time anybody's ever interviewed him, it's very very sore point. It's it's not just oops I made an error. No, it it basically ruined his life. So I think I'm gonna throw this one under controversies. Uh, if you it's more the fan base. Uh, if you want to say. It's a horrible you, you fan base. You don't want to be a part of that kind of fan base that they're going to do that to somebody for a simple mistake. No, uh, I understand that you're upset, but you can't ruin a guy's career because he made a mistake. Right. Now, if he was doing it, you know, all the time, or he straight up just, like, lifted his leg up and let the ball go by is one thing, but if he was, you know, his nerves got to him a little bit. Ugh, Austin, this... This is not good. This really is not good. That's why they need yeah. more quality fans. They need people that have principles, that have good, strong moral values to join their well, fan base. That's let's look into their fans. That's what let's they need. See. Let's let's talk about some of their Hall of Famers. There there have been some amazing ball players come through Boston. And in terms of I know you're a Hall of Famer based on the Hall it's Hall of Famers per year, right? So, right. Boston ranks eighth on the list, eighth. I believe. Maybe this is wrong. I might have to update this. So, point. 120 years, they have how many? They have 23 Hall of Famers. 23. Wait. You're the one that's going to make some fans mad. I know. I know. My stats are all messed up. They have 37 Hall of Famers. Ah. I was giving them 23 points, but it looks like they average um, point three. Three Hall of Famers per year. So basically, every three years they'll Sorry. get one. Right. That's nice. Yeah. That's 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 decent. Yeah. So that's not bad. And um, you've got some of the best ball players in history coming through there. You have uh, one of the best ball players ever, Ted Williams. Who Ted Williams not only is a great ball player, but he's a great American. 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 Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he leads. He, he's one of the top 10 players in most any category in baseball. And he took several, he took three years off to go fight in World War II. He took two years off to go fight in the Korean War. And even with taking five years off, he still posted outstanding numbers. He's, in most categories in Boston history, he's at the top of the list. Like, it's going to be hard for anybody ever to catch him in any kind of stat anywhere but especially for bostonians couldn't even go through but if you were to look at his war he's uh 11th all time in war he's 14th in wins above replacement in on base percentage he's first first place means he gets he's in the history of baseball he got on base more often than anybody else um, his slugging percentage is second in history. His on-base plus slugging percentage is second in history. And if you want to talk about in games played, he's only at 118th place in games played. So there were 117 people play more games, but here he is racking in all these stats right? at the top of, top of all these lists. So, yeah, <coughs> super, super stud. But you also have guys like Carlton Fisk who was a stud. Nomar Garcia-Para, a little more modern, somebody that I was actually able to watch and enjoy. And you had... 
Roger Clemens? You had Roger Clemens. Yeah, I, I didn't think he That made looks the like Hall a young fame. picture. But yeah, that was before he started juicing. He didn't start juicing until he, he went to the Yankees. The okay. He did not. Okay, yeah. So but he did have uh MVP seven times Cy Young Award, uh two times the Triple Crown, won two World Series. Uh, it was an MVP. Uh, seven era titles. 11 all-star yeah do you know and I, th- I said no i don't think nomar i don't think he made i don't think he's in the world Series. but fun fact your boy johnny smoltz actually played a year with the red sox really and when he's, he's a hall of famer in uh, 2009 he played for them in 2009 okay. so at the end of his career no yes at the end of his career and there was this this uh this young man who played from 1901 to 1908, his name was Cy Young. Uh, I've heard that name before. Yeah, because he was such an amazing pitcher that they, after he left, they ended up naming the award for best pitcher in each league, the Cy Young Award. So Austin, so I'm, I just pulled up his stats here. Yeah. And one of the things it says, if it is in gold, the career totals indicate an all-time career record. Yeah. He's got... He has eight. <laughs> eight. He has over half yeah. of these records. Can you see who's behind him in any of those categories? I can't. Because I'm pretty sure, if I remember him. right, like his strikeouts and his wins, it it people... He, he will never be caught. It will never like, happen. Significantly more than anybody yeah, else. Yeah, it will never happen. It's not one of those things like records are meant to be broken. Like, with how our bodies are, people, they just don't hold up. And it his records now, will never be broken. What I want to know is, because he pitched from 1890 to 1911. Mm-hmm. So he was in the early stages of baseball. Mm-hmm. Was it just luck of the era? Like, he just happened to be in the right era to pitch? Or is he actually throwing him in today's game and he will still be able to just... That's a great question. I've often Lay people out. Because I always hear about all these great pitchers and great players, but they were at the infancy of the sport. So, of course, nowadays, it's, you know, if you're decent at baseball, you're playing baseball, where before it was... You could be really good at baseball, but you had farming to do. Right. You, know, you had you had stuff to take care of. You couldn't play a game. Is his stats because of the era or because he is the greatest of all time? I, I think it probably has to do with both. It probably has to do with both. Uh, I don't know how you look at these old videos of the pitchers back then, and you're like, man, it doesn't look like they're throwing that hard. Batters weren't. It's just, everything's. It's you can't you can't compare. You really can't. You just can't do it. But, uh, the the cool thing that I'm actually seeing about this is there's not a whole lot of single year records. Um, like he didn't just sit there and dominate the uh, strikeouts every year to get to be the best. It seems like he was you know on top for all those years he was playing, but always got beat out by somebody. But the longevity of the game, he has done spectacular things. That's really cool. Did that make any sense? We'll, we'll go with it. We'll go with in, it. In, in my head, in my head, it <laughs> made sense. Like, there was only one year that he was the top 
of uh, the ERA, mm-hmm. or not ERA, I'm sorry, GS, game started, and then he is the number one of all time of game started. So, you know, he only won it once, but just because he played for 22 years, he racked up some high numbers. That was a tangent, I'm sorry. You're right, man. Yeah, I, I don't want to get murdered by Boston fans, but Carl Yastrzemski, got to throw his name in there, Hall of Famer. Why would you get murdered? Because he's like, he's the Yaz, that's like, uh, Yaki Way, it was like named after him, so you know, it's, I don't, I'm, we just he's he's like a staple. I want to know this, he's a, he's a, a bad staple. No, he's a stud, super stud. Pop, oh. pop in, pop in Carl Yastrzemski, yeah, his name Y A S T R Z E M S K I. I think he spent his whole career with Boston, super stud. Who is Lefty Grove? Lefty Grove, Lefty, yeah. It was a notable player. Yeah, he's for a, Boston. A famer, but I just thought his name was, you know, cool being Lefty. He was Lefty. That can't be his given name. We still didn't actually talk about those fans. Let's talk about these fans because I'm still I upset Carl, about that. I said Carl Yastrzemski was Yaki Way, but that was actually false. It's Yaki all right. Was, we don't. That was named after Tom Yaki, who is. A these are our facts. Yeah. Just because they might not be historical facts, these are the ones we're going with. So. Whatever. What did you say we did not talk about? The fans. I wanted to talk more about the fans because I'm upset with them right now. Well, they were getting they were getting points because you know you being a fan. I was like, oh well, maybe I can go to the game with my boy. Let's get some we points. Can, up we can there. still go to a game, sir. But don't hold that against the fans. And those are we're talking about fans from the '80s. They're probably all dead. Fans from the '80s. Yeah. Fifty-year-old fans. But still, that's messed up. But as far now. I lived in New England. I lived in Connecticut. And there was either Yankees fans or Boston fans. Mm-hmm. And the hatred goes deep. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. I don't... The, the, the people... There's jerks on both sides. When your fan base is that big and that awful, of course, there's good people in there. But like you, yourself. Yeah, no problem. But I've seen people get in fights <laughs> because of an out. That was out. No, that was safe. Boom, boom, boom. Come on now. Yeah. You want to talk about some controversy? Some real Let's controversy? That's like, well, I, can't, I don't know. You, this actually will give them bonus points because how they handled it. I think you'll approve. Let's talk about their coach. Alex okay. or their manager, Alex Cora. Is that? Okay. We'll get to that. Go ahead. We'll get to that. So, Alex, he was coaching. He was the bench coach. For the Houston Astros in uh, 2017 when they won the World Series. Okay. So he was the bench coach for the coach that we talked about last week who was implicated for the sign-stealing deal. The, yeah. <laughs> so they won, they won the World Series in 2017. After that, the Red Sox were like, hey, this guy's a stud. He, he just was the bench coach for this World Series team. We want him to come to us. So he okay. joins the Red Sox and becomes a Red Sox manager in 2018. Right, and okay. his first year there, he leads the Red Sox to their most wins ever in a season, 108. And in his first year, took the Red Sox and won the World Series in 2018, becoming Do I hear goats? becoming the first Puerto Rican manager of a World Series winning team. So let's do it. History, boom, boom, boom. Then, I'm all for. So that's 2018. Then after the 2019 season, 
that's when the stuff about the Astros comes up, and they're like, hey, the Astros were cheating. They're like, hey, Alex, you were coach, you were the bench coach when they were cheating in 2017? And he's like, I'm walking here. Hey. Um, I don't know. That, that, I don't know how Puerto Rican in Boston sounds. So anyway, the Red Sox uh, was like, they said, well, we don't want this blood on our hand. They susp- and so they suspend the guy. He cannot participate in the 2020 season. The uh, team did that. The team. Or did the league? No, it was the Red Sox and they, it says the the Wikipedia page says that they mutually agreed to part ways. So the Red Sox are like, so the Red Sox are like, hey, that's we just we can't we can't have you here. We don't want to be you know, looked at in bad light. So they okay. got they got rid of the guy. But after his suspension ended, they brought him back. They said, you know what, you served your time. Second chance. You served your time. You know we're gonna give you another shot here. And they brought him. I back. love it. So. I love it. Bonus bonus points. You were correct. I they that sounds to me like it was handled perfectly. You cheated. Bye. But you're also like really good. Serve your time. Come back. I like it. I like it. Extra bonus points there. All right. I guess since controversy was negative points, they get negative zero points. Negative zeros. Okay. Yeah, because that's. I can't think of a better way to handle that. Right. The sec if they didn't give him the second chance, it would have been negative one point. But they gave him a second chance. Come on. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's true. Negative zero points. Yay for them. Everybody just Yeah. All right. So we talked about the stadium. We kind of touched on the city. What is some tourist attractions from Boston that I might be able to take the family? Museums, maybe? Tons and tons of museums. That's you want a museum? They've got a science museum. They got a fine arts museum. They got a children's museum. They've got oh. a natural history museum, Metropolitan Waterworks Museum, USS Constitution Museum, which is actually, I believe, the USS Constitution is the oldest ship still floating on water. <laughs> it's it's set up there. So the museum's in a ship. I believe that is correct. In, I believe it is actually that, in the ship. Well, that sounds. Me. If you want to go see an old, yeah, it's in the old Navy yard. I'd be cool. All right, It'd be cool to check. Time it out. for you to get out your, time to get out your pen and paper. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't have pen and paper. You, they've got a wax museum know. in Boston, sir. They've got a wax museum. With, your kids would love wax museum. But with that high ticket price, and it's way too far to drive. I've driven to Connecticut, and I'm not trying to drive ten hours mm-hmm. to Boston. So now we got airfare. This is an expensive game, just to go watch a weekend game. This isn't a Oh, hey, I got a free weekend. This is like, oh, hey, in a couple years, I'm going to save up and go watch a game. Ugh, that kind of hurts the points a little bit. I like the team <laughs> so far. Yeah, but I get it. Distance and ticket price, it's, it makes it tough. Mm-mm. Money matters, man. I got yeah. a family of four. I got gotcha. you. I, I feel you, bro. I feel you. And until this podcast takes off, working on a budget here. Right. Once you guys help us out and, you know, Get us some dollar dollar bills, y'all. Then maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. So there's still hope. Yeah. What, All right. Maybe so Biden will give us another stimmy. He's already given out child support payments this week or next month. Um, I don't know. I want you to tell me uh, on a scale of one to thirty where you would rank their uh, their coach. Obviously, I mean, we did the controversy that that was. But you said he was your man. He was their manager, right? Right. And we actually didn't. But, deal, we didn't deal out any. 
controversy points for the Tigers. You gave their coach, and I don't know if we're combining the two because it's kind of funny both of these coaches were involved in the same controversy, but you gave Alex Cora zero controversy points but didn't rank him. But then the last manager, I can't think of his name, but uh, you gave him negative four points but gave the Tigers no controversy points at all. It's just a blank spot. Is oh, because we we were deciding over. Um, well, because basically you were how much they actually knew, how much the team actually knew. Was right. it one guy cheating, or was it like the team conspiring? But and but the I thing was, it, think... it wasn't the Tigers. So you have to determine: Did you think the Tigers have? Uh, did they handle hiring their manager properly? Like, do you think? Yeah, they gave him a second chance. Did they do anything to penalize them? Or do they just pick them up? So it kind of it seems hmm. like we're you kind of combined controversy and coach last week, and then you were kind of starting to do it again. And if that's that's fine, but if we're going to do that, I want to eliminate one of these columns just because it's an eyesore. I got you. I got you. But if we want to give controversy um, its own category and coach its own category, then we could do that. Take, so you got points. You got to start dishing out, sir. They 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 are controversies. That just happened to deal with the coach. So let's cut coach out. I just kind of want to know who he is. I don't want to rank him. All right. So we will just discuss coaches. We will not rank coaches. But controversies, yes. We want to rank controversies. So let's give the negative four points over to the controversy category. Yeah. That sounds like a... I like it. So as far as their food goes... I almost called it Wrigley's Field. Fenway Park. Yeah, and that was another thing. You didn't give any food points to uh, Detroit or... Uh... Um, well, what I did was I pulled stats from people that have actually eaten the dogs uh-huh. and kind of got a ranking on them. Okay. So Fenway is, for their variety of eats... They got a 3.5 out of 5. Okay. Their quality got a 3 out of 5. So their overall is a 6.5 out of 10 for their food, which puts them at the lower run of it. Uh, number 20 out of the 30. A six, they get a 6. So this is a 1 to 10 scale? Yes. Okay. So they 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 get a six point five. What about the price that, of hot dog. What about Detroit? I want to I want to go ahead and get Detroit fill in those. Yeah, we'll get that and they'll get an updated total. All right, Detroit Stadium is called Comerica Park. That's it. Comerica Park. Comerica Park is number twenty one. Fenway is number twenty. So how many points does Comerica get in their signature dish? Six. They get six. They get six. I'm sorry. They have uh, their variety of food is not bad. Still with Boston at a 3.5, but their quality goes down is where they lost that extra half a point. And their hot dogs, their naked dogs are about the same price. So, all right, we'll throw them on there. They're number 20 on the food scale. All right. And I just realized that we have a lot of our points that are just, you know, based on just solid facts that are not changing, that it doesn't matter. So we've got yeah. we've got actual point totals for every team. Do you want me to tell you who's actually in first place right now, or do you want? Is to it st- Boston? No, no, Boston's nowhere close to first place. No, <laughs> no. Even with adding the points for like signature dish, um, they are 
way down on the list. I don't I don't think oh, we're no. going to I don't think we're going to be getting a Red Sox tattoo put on your body. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's some teams up there, but uh What's dropping their points so bad? Uh well, cuz everything they, they've got about. they uh their hot dogs are kind of pricey. They're not they don't yeah. they didn't get a lot of points. Their ticket price they only got, you know, that's a one that's one point out of potentially right, 30. So right. the most expensive their stadium doesn't hold very many people, so even if you were able, you know, to afford the ticket, you probably couldn't even buy a ticket because they don't hold very many people. So, and then they're so far away, you know, distance. They don't rank very high. They're they only got five points for distance, so they're down there. It's it's gonna be tough. But I just so, want, can I can I tell you? I just want to tell you. I just want to tell you, but maybe I shouldn't. Do you want to know, or do you want to wait? Wait till the end of it uh, all. Well, I mean, it's all gonna change because once we start throwing our own points in there. Because right. I still gave you the option of a category of your own. Yeah, and I, I gotta... mean, if you just want to throw bonus points, just Austin's points for whatever, okay. you get ten points to throw somewhere, okay. I'm gonna do or that. negative ten points. You can negative point somebody. Okay. So that's a possibility of changing twenty point difference. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna ten point Boston, just because I love them. So okay, I'm that's going, fair enough. I'm that's going, your I'm going ten Austin points to the Red Sox. Because I care what my friends think. That's what it is. Oh, well, we haven't given, and you haven't given your overall opinion yet either on this. So, so overall opinion. Yeah. I, I loved the way they handled their controversies. I, I love seafood. So, their food ranking, I don't know. But this is because comparatively, like, I could love um, steaks, and this place serves steaks. So, of course, they're going to go up to the top. So, I like how we have the food set up. Uh, historic team, historic park. If you go, no matter what team you're with, if you go watch your <laughs> team at that park, it's a memory forever. Yep. Uh, what did I give Tigers? You gave them a six out of ten. Six out of ten. Ooh, I like Boston way more than the Tigers. So I don't know if I was being too generous with the Tigers. Well, the Tigers—they're a historical team, man. They—they've been around. They're a winning team. But the. But their city is where they should have lost a whole bunch of points. I'm just I'm gonna let you know Let's that do... right now Detroit is ahead of Boston by six and a half total points. Six and a half. So total if points. you give so... if you give Boston even one more point than Detroit, that'll just automatically move them over Detroit. Well, I was gonna give them seven point five points for my overall. Seven point five. Yeah, seventy five percent. So that. Moves them ahead of Detroit and actually ties them Under, with, uh, with the Cubbies. Right now, both are sitting at ah, 99 points. Nice. So they're they're tied for 12th place. <laughs> so who's, who's, who is in the lead? That's what I want to know. The Pittsburgh Pirates have 130 points, followed closely Pits. by the Atlanta Braves with 128 points. Now we're talking. So the Braves, <laughs> the Braves are up there in the running. The Braves, game. and I think are, they're they're going to get a lot of points from you in terms of obviously your overall because that's opinion. the one team that I actually got to follow. Yeah, they the I had some friends that were Braves fans, and just the fact that you could watch most of their games on TV, where everybody else you couldn't really very easily watch their games. Right. So I have seen a lot of Braves. And it does excite me that they're up at the top. Yeah, up and towards so the it'll top. It'll be it'll be tough because I mean you got to think the points that we dish out now. Obviously, they 
there's negative points. We have not given them any points yet for homicide, like death by liberal. If uh, mm-hmm. if there's a lot of liberals in Atlanta, and I know there are, and if the crime rate's high, they could have a significant drop. I don't think I've even categorized Atlanta yet. So we don't know where they rank there. And then also controversy. So they can, there's, there's a lot of negative points to be given, and you don't give a lot of positive points. So it's possible these numbers could change. But yeah, how it's sitting right now, you got Pittsburgh, Atlanta, Cincinnati, San Francisco. The Pittsburgh. Baltimore. Pirates. Obviously, Baltimore is going to obviously get negative, <coughs> negative 30 on their death by liberals. So I'm just going to go throw them in there because I know that for a fact. Nobody's going to pass. Where Baltimore. is it? <laughs> nobody's Baltimore? Pass, yeah, nobody's passing Baltimore. So I might as well just mark Baltimore off my list of any time to go there. My mom had to get me shot. You'll basically just die. They're, they'll find out I'm coming and Antifa will be there just trying to stop it. I, I kind of, I'm, I don't know. Just because location uh the cardinals have a decent shot of being a good chance yeah they're they're kind of far down the list in terms of points they are 13 points behind pittsburgh but obviously you know we've got got the homicide negativities of controversy so it'll be interesting to see how this this shapes out but distance is going to hurt pittsburgh yeah Distance is going to hurt them. Liberals are going to hurt them. Atlanta might get some bonus points because, you know. Well, see, with Pittsburgh, uh, distance, with Pittsburgh and Atlanta, distance is already calculated into the oh. formula. So those those are not changing. Those, that's, they're ranked there even with distance being calculated. Something to think about. This will be fun. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be interesting. I'm excited to see where this is going. But, uh. Well, I think. Yeah, uh, just that... to throw it out there, uh, next week we are going to be talking about the Los Angeles Dodgers. So, we're hitting some older teams. Get ready for that. That's the random number generator has spoken. So, we're going to be going over the Los Angeles Dodgers. That's going to be a good one. Right now, yeah. in terms of total points, they are ranked 14th on the list with 91 points. Let's see if we can give them any kind of boost, bonus. We'll figure it out. Did you – I think that might have put them above the Red Sox. It did. Oh, yeah, it did. It, oh, It moved them Austin. up to uh, – it moved them up to eighth place from like 50. You could – you realize your points, the way that they work, you could move a lot of stuff. I am going to be fair, sir. I give – You could drop – I give – Oh, don't don't worry. The Yankees are getting negative. I might as well throw that ne- my, a negative ten for them. That's negative ten. That's what I figured. The Yankees. So are, just go ahead and Yan- throw that up. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna put that's that. That's a done deal. Yankees. Where are they? Where are the Yankees? Oh, right now they're ranked eleventh on the list. So after I give them Austin points, let's see. Where the Yankees. Oh, and you know they're going to lose points with me. After all we've been talking about New York, you know they're going to lose points with me. Jeez, even with my negative points, that they're uh, they're ranked thir- uh, 13th. So, right behind Boston. They feel right behind Boston, even with my negative points. So, all right. I think, well, that's, 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 that's going to do it for us. We'll figure it out. Um, I do see that there's some points that we haven't added in here yet that will change these numbers. We haven't we haven't given points, and it's solid points. So we're going to have the age of the team. 
that I, I thought I did that already, but I did not. So these numbers are going to change once I get mm -hmm. that put in. Um, the older teams are going to get more points than the newer teams. But I think uh, Atlanta and Pittsburgh, they're they're old. Uh, they're, they'll probably keep their yeah, top spots. Old. They'll probably keep their top spots because they're both pretty old teams. This is fun watching the the teams move around <laughs> the list. Yeah, the team at the bottom of the list right now, the Seattle Mariners. They have 33 points. I don't that think fair. I don't think we can fudge enough numbers to <laughs> to get them anywhere close. I mean, let's make Sean a Mariners fan. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's <laughs> not going to happen. Now, you know what we could do is we could have a special bonus fan category, and the city that gives us the most money gets like a hundred fan points or something. Well, I mean, that. <laughs> That is one of the reasons I don't like the Yankees. I feel for so long they just used their enormous wealth to be the best. Right. So, I I don't feel like money should be able to buy points. But, what if we were to drop our um, on their Reddit page for the team and we could get points... For listens, we could give points somehow to these fans on their Reddit pages. Right. Yeah. Come vote for your team. Come vote for your team. Why are you here? Your team. Click it. Boom. Points. Well, I feel like you're going to have fun editing this one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just. I'm going to throw this age in here, and then we'll. Uh, I'll see how that what that does to the points, and we can talk about it next week. Anyway, brother, peeps. It's good seeing you. I don't know why I'm waving because you guys can't see me. It's been fun. Uh, we're gonna get out of this hole that we've been digging. Go take a shower. We're gonna go take a shower. Yeah, let's get let's get cleaned up, and uh, we'll see y'all hopefully next week. Later. See ya.